Welcome. Hey, this is Kevin Shinnick, writer of Star Wars Force Collector. I'm Kevin Scott, one of the story architects of Star Wars The High Republic. This is Dominic Pace, who plays Gekko the Bounty Hunter from The Mandalorian. Hi, I'm Claudia Gray. I write Star Wars books. And you're listening. And you are listening. And you are listening. To Star Wars Comics in Canon, the Force is strong with this one. And so here we are. Driving home for Christmas. Star from Star Wars <laughs> Celebration. I mean, to be fair, Star Wars Celebration to me is more exciting than Christmas. Um, but and I got more. I probably got. I, I got a lot of gifts at Christmas. To be fair, but I think like the these goods. It's a lot, a lot of gift giving. A lot of things for me that both are physical things and also a lot of stuff that's um, not physical, like news and just experiences and stuff. But we're at the end, friends. We're the end of Star Wars Celebration. We uh, we're driving home. Well, Megan's driving home. Uh, we were originally going to stay in the accommodation tonight, but we got back so early, and we said in kind of the last podcast, we got back at a really good time to the accommodation. Uh, our neighbours kind of loud, and also we just want to be home. We want to see Willow and Stephen are in bed, and then wake up tomorrow morning like refreshed. Rather and have the whole day, yeah, rather than having to like travel tomorrow as well. Just want to bosh it out, and without like jinxing it. So far, we've hit no traffic. I feel like if we left tomorrow morning, we would hit quite a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. So, yeah, it's uh, it's the end of Star Celebration. There was a lot of cool things. So we went into the Bad Batch panel. We got into that. We got to Star Celebration very early. So we'd get into this uh, Yeah, we panel. thought we got there disgustingly early. We got there before they even opened up this morning. We got there at 10 to 8. Yeah, which is mental. And we got to the Bad Batch panel. That was amazing. Um, we got to hear from Dee Bradley Baker, who voices um, all the clones and does a lot of voice work for Star's Animation. And it was really cool because every so often he would switch into different characters. Yeah. So he would switch into Wrecker and switch into Tech and Hunter and Crosshair. Crosshair. Was, was I, always, I always want to say Hawkeye, and I know that's not right. <laughs> and um, also the person who plays. Amiga, which I think is Michelle Ang, I think is her no, name. Neither. Apologies for anyone. We're in the car, so apologies if I uh, miss uh, seeing people's names wrong. And then there was like Brad Rao, and then Jen something or other, and then another person. But those three people that I just mentioned, uh, they're all like behind the scenes people. Oh, yeah, that's true with the production like, of it. Yeah, which I don't know the names of production designers and those sort of things, as well as I know actors, unfortunately. But I think most people are kind of like that. It's, it's much easier. So, um, they were all really cool. It was a really fun panel. It was good to hear from them and the kind of some of the things they planned along the way. And that was great. And then at the end, and you can see how like emotional they were getting about certain elements, uh, because I won't spoil what happened, but there's a certain bad thing that happens in the end of series two of the Bad Batch. And then when they were talking about it, they were getting emotional about it. Yeah. And it was an emotional thing. Uh, and they've announced that there's one more series of Bad Batch and it's gonna be the final season. Third and final series. And we got to see little snippets of it yeah which are really cool we got cool. to watch the sneak snippets peek. the sneak peeks twice yeah they played it once and then the we were at the galaxy stage there's the three stages celebration's kind of the main one galaxy's on the second in command and the twin suns is like the third one and the galaxy stage there's a there's an MC there there's an MC at all the stages but the MC of the galaxy stage is a guy called Aussie Dave and he's really enthusiastic and he's quite fun and he and it finished the sneak peek and then he was like do you guys want to see it again and everyone's like, yes! He's like, let's do it again! <laughs> so it was just, it was really cool to get to watch it twice in a row because he was like, oh, when you see a sneak peek, there's certain things because everyone's like cheering at certain points of the sneak peek over parts of dialogue. But understandably, because people are so excited. And I had a tall guy in front of me, so I couldn't see the screen properly. Yeah, so we just like tilt our eyes, uh, tilt our heads. No, so I was really glad that they played it a second time because I just 
completely moved. Yeah. Like, I felt a bit dicky because the people behind me then probably wouldn't have been able to see, but I was like, oh, well, I want to see. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If I'm being completely honest. Well, I'm really glad we got onto that panel and got to see the sneak peek. That was really cool. Um, because Bad Batch is banging, to be fair. Um, but that was really, really cool. Then we went... No, then we stayed. Then, oh, no. So yes. then, so, okay. So after the 11 a.m. panels, which is the first panel of the day, the room is supposed to be cleared so that you can get new people come in so for the galaxy stage and the twin sun stage which are the two like additional ones the often stream stuff the often stream stuff and having it live they clear the room and then you can literally camp out there for the remainder of the day if you want to go and access all of the panels um but i saw some people were staying and the it was so for me i don't really care it was like the marvel comics star wars so it was like introducing all of the new star wars comic books which obviously yes is mike's jam for me not so much but i knew that it was something that mike would want to go to so we were like okay so then i saw that people weren't moving we'd already like kind of made our way to the exit at that point and then i was like no people aren't moving so then i was like let's just go to the front so we just walked straight to the front and then aussie dave which was yeah the guy hosting he was like, oh, wait, let me just check if people have to leave. And then he was like, no, you can stay. So we sat in the third row. Yeah. And, and, then when, so, he <laughs> and was Mike like, was like ready to leave. And I was like, no, let's try and get to the front. Yeah. Because he was like, oh, check the numbers. Because what they don't want to do is have people stay there for the first panel. A lot of the time, because the first panel people have the reservations for and things in the lottery. And what you don't want to do is have those people get the reservation for the lottery. And then the vast majority just stay there because no one else gets to go. Yeah. I figured that it would be fine anyway, because the panel that was going on in the celebration stage was about visions so the second series of visions that's coming out and i figured that more people would probably be interested in going to see visions as opposed to something about comic books but yeah we got to stay and then we got to sit on the third row which was really nice i mean again i don't really care about the comic books but it was nice for me because i didn't have to look at the screen i could actually look at the people speaking whereas all other panels apart from the really little ones i've had to look at the screen yeah so it was really nice being able to actually look like they were they were what like maybe like between seven to ten meters away from us it was not far they were literally a stone's throw away yeah i could have thrown a bottle at them like yeah yeah. glad you did no Uh, that would have got us kicked out quite early and i love all those i don't know why bottle is the weather i'm thinking plastic bottle in my head not not a glass not a glass wine bottle (laughs) that knocks someone out like a little but anyway no bottle throwing happened but um i think it was quite fun for me as well because Although I met some of these High Republic authors uh, at the signings, and also obviously I've spoken to Kevin and Claudia on my podcast, it was oh, um, it was cool being able to like see them in person, like up close. And I think I know you don't really care about comics, but because I talk about these people quite a lot, especially Kevin Scott, for me it was quite nice for you to get to see these people that mean quite a lot to me yeah so I liked that element as well the, the, the comic panel was fine I posted a few things on because they didn't say at the start you can't post anything they didn't say you're not allowed to do anything like that because people may notice on social media some of the things I spoke about like in the higher public panel like the Vanessa Rose screenshot that's going about they said you're not allowed to take photos yeah of this they part. actively said it they had people walking up and down the aisles to make sure people weren't taking photos or videos yeah and I was like well A I don't I, mainly I don't want to be disrespectful for if they've asked me not to do something you know i'm not it's gonna also do it. just dicky like why why just just follow the rules like yeah. but also like so there's a two-part just follow orders huh. um but it's like i i 
didn't want to break the rules I don't want to go against the thing people have asked us not but to also, do also I don't want to get kicked and out and also yeah it's, it's too prompt but even if they like if, there were three people that got kicked out and that were banned from coming back because they got caught out videoing stuff and it's like why why risk it like what what you've paid this amount of money to come to to Star Wars Celebration why risk it yeah and I think we said in the last podcast I went a bit of a rant where it was like I think it's because for likes I think it's if you're the first person to post a picture of an exclusive scoop loads of people will flock to your page and that's yeah well if that's, that's the only how... thing that's important in your life then you need to get a grip and it's like for me there's lots of ways I could have like cheaply got more followers and things I could make like a lot of clickbaity thumbnails of the titles of my videos I could make YouTube uh, videos that are really controversial but you I, could I don't... wear a very revealing costume where your tartars are basically out that could happen I personally probably that get me less followers <laughs> but you know things like that I could be very controversial online but I don't that's not what I I want to grow my audience organically and slowly you know I, I want to do it for the for the right reasons I don't want to be this clickbaity person I want people to enjoy my content because I'm genuine about it like I am with my uh, with the genuine chit chat podcast so I really enjoyed the comic panel a couple of just very quickly there's a more Return of the Jedi 40th anniversary edition uh, one shot comic so there was already Ewoks announced and Jabba's Palace and there was also Empire that recently got announced and then they also announced Rebellion and also there's an, the Lando one which has already been announced and there's also going to be a Max Rebo comic which is really exciting yeah, for me people did get really excited about the Max Rebo one and I um, I also bought a Max Rebo t-shirt at Celebration so that's fun and so they had a couple of comic reveals um, they had a lot of like cover reveals which I'm not as interested by but it was kind of cool to see it's funny because on the first day that we were there we went to the Italian panel where there was like the people that were talking about the comic books and the people that are Italian that Librian comics they called yeah yeah but they were talking about all of the different Italian artists and they were going fucking nuts <laughs> when they mentioned the Italian artists they were like sat near us like on our row um so that was really funny they're like shouting and stuff which is fair because you know they're getting so excited really interesting stuff but um we saw some quite cool comic panels and again you're not that fussed about comics but the panels some of the artwork was incredible oh yeah 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 like, like I, I, ad- I admire the artwork and a lot of them I, it's just not my cup of tea yeah which is completely fair I think one day I'll try and get you to read a couple I'll of probably comics. read the Ewok one that's coming out yeah 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 let's see how that is and that's why I, I, do, I do have my Witcher graphic novel I've just not read it yet yeah yeah you are more of a book person than a comic person to be fair I used to be as well now I'm kind of in the middle um, but Ooh, sign for Southampton yeah um, but yeah so that was a cool fun panel I'm trying to think if there's any other exclusives there's a lot of like exclusive variants oh there was announced um, one of the last things that was announced it was uh, I think it was Charles Stool has got something coming out I am yes stalling because I can't actually remember so I'm trying to get the photos up but once again if you go on my Instagram uh, or Twitter you'll be able to see some of these photos I posted um, there is yeah Dark Droids so it's a comic oh, crossover yeah. So anyone obviously who listens to Star Wars Comics in Canon will know I've been doing all the crossovers so that it was War of the Bounty Hunters, Crimson Reign and Hidden Empire which were like the Kira trilogy and that was where Dr. Aphra, the main Star Wars run, Darth Vader and Bounty Hunters were all crossing over at various points to make like this big whole story where each comic affected other ones and things. And then Dark Droids is the new one and Star Wars Revelations which is a one-shot comic I tackled a little while ago which was by Mark Guggenheim who was also on the panel. That was like showing like snippets of what's to come in the Star Wars comic realm and there was a lot of hints about Ajax Sigma basically just droids who who go against their masters like Charles Saul's um, pitch for it 
he was like um, like all of us rely on our smartphones and electronics in our life but imagine if your smartphone wanted to eat you that's what this comic's yeah, like yeah and imagine that all of your smartphones at the moment are all communicating with each other all talking to each other about how much they hate you yeah. and they want to get you <laughs> and then they all one day just kind of turn in a sense that's kind of the idea and the premise behind it which I really like my, my only critique of it is that already there have been like 35 odd comics from Star Wars as well as like 30 odd comics in Doctor Aphra 35 in uh, Darth Vader and 35 in Bounty Hunters all set between Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi there's only a year between Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi and between A New Hope and Empire Strikes Back there's three years but there was about 75 comics from Star Wars and so it's a bit like I, I have a feeling at uh, number 50 is probably where these runs are going to end but I'm just like how you're cramming a lot before Return of the Jedi like a lot in and I'm I'm sure the story is going to be great and it's going to be a lot of fun and obviously everyone knows that if you're reading the Star Wars comic Luke isn't going to die we all know how Luke dies we know how Vader dies we know how Leia and Han and things all die so what do you mean they all die lol um, so we know that does take out some of the tension from it but aside from that and the, the kind of oh it feels like they're cramming a lot into this one year I can kind of hand wave that away because certain comics is like three comics will happen and it might be just one day so I, I can get over that but it was just a little thing of, ah, another pre-Return uh, of the Jedi stuff I want some post-Return of the Jedi stuff ideally but I think they're holding that quite close to their chest at the moment those kind of things but the Dark Droid stuff I thought was really interesting that was quite cool and thanks to Megan yeah we got really really close which I'm really really chuffed about I will say right the seats in the galaxy stage were so disgustingly uncomfortable they were folding chairs they were those shit like folding chairs. chairs that like your nan would have for extra guests at the dinner table they were yeah like shitty fold out chairs from schools they were God awful! Like, yeah, pretty uncomfortable. I mean, I suggested to Mike that we just stay there because once you got once you, we got those seats, we could have just stayed there for the whole time. But like after that second panel, I was like, "Nah, I need to get out. Like, I can't, I can't stay in this seat any longer. Like, my bum was dead." Because we've been sat there for that. By the end of the panel, we'd be there for what two and a half hours or Nearly so. Nearly three, I think, at yeah. that point. And we both needed a wee as well. I don't want to stretch my legs, and we want to check the shop floor to see if there's any last-minute merch you want to buy and things. But to be honest, obviously, we'll go into this in a little bit more detail in a moment. But it actually worked out for the best that we didn't stay there. So. Yeah, it did. Um, but also, um, shout out to um, their Twitter handle is MCUYTT, as in Taika Waititi's surname. MCUYTT, their name is Hayden, and Hayden is the basically creator of Valance Nation, hashtag Valance Nation, which is all about Baylor Valance. And anyone knows that I love Baylor Valance, one of my favourite characters, and myself and Hayden connected on Twitter after I spoke with Claudia Aminbar from Rupalp's Pod Race. And, like, Hayden is the biggest... Valance fan and I've I finally managed to meet Hayden because Hayden's from the States and things and shout out to Liv as well who's um, one of Hayden's friends I've connected with as well both of them are from the States and obviously they came over to Star Wars Celebration in the UK and Hayden was doing Baylor Valance cosplay and there's so few of that there was someone else who was in their sort of group who did it I think yesterday but like no, like Valance is such a small time character that barely anyone knows about and it's just so cool when I met Hayden in person and we had a little chat and things we were both just so excited to meet each other of such passionate positive Star Wars fans about this silly little cyborg character I mean he's not silly little he's really cool and powerful but it was just really really nice and I really I liked that and it's nice just meeting so many people because like every day I think I've kind of made a friend 
from Star Wars Celebration, which is something I didn't expect. Yeah. And it's just, it's so nice. And it, it really shows that the Star Wars community isn't all toxic, right-leaning white guys who are assholes, who hate anything progressive and just shit on the sequel trilogies and think that because a couple of them are kind of well, weak not only shit on the sequel trilogies but loads of people shit on the prequels as well don't they yeah but less so now but there's been a resurgence of the prequels yeah mainly our generation because our generation grew up with the prequels so we don't find the cringiness of say Jar Jar and things like that as bad ain't nothing wrong with Jar Jar Star thinkers yep um, but yeah so it's just so great to, to meet these people at Star Celebration and obviously Star Celebration itself is called Star Celebration it's all about the positivity in Star Wars it's all about these things that are great about Star Wars and that's the part of Star Wars I love you can critique Star Wars every Star Wars film is flawed be it original trilogy any of the sequels or prequels any of the shows I'd say the closest to a flawless show is Andor but it still has its faults as much as I think Rebels is, is the best show it does have its flaws you know but it's fine to be critical of Star Wars it's just don't be a dick about it and don't be hateful towards the creators if you don't like a character in a film don't go after the actor that's not fair that's what happened to Hayden Christensen and like Hayden Christensen today at Star Wars Live like he was getting so many cheers and so much love sorry yeah yesterday he was getting so much love on stage he like teared up and got really emotional and it's like because he was hated. He was like, well, he did last year as well, didn't he? Because yeah. we watched Star Wars Celebration clips on YouTube, and last year he got teary on the stage as well. Yeah, and that was people like welcoming back before Kenobi came out, and then after Kenobi came out, everyone loved his performance so much in it. And so it was just so great, like the positivity that Star Wars can bring. That's what I like focusing on. So speaking with people like Hayden and Liv, and I'll put uh, links to their Twitter in uh, in their respective Twitters in the show notes, but they were just such lovely people. And it's so nice to be to meet internet friends in real life. It's just something that doesn't really happen very often. So a really great panel. Thanks to Megan again for making us stay and not have us having to queue all the way up again. And we got really, really great seats. And then you went for a little wander. Um, and then Megan got a pin badge, a Bo-Katan pin badge. I did get a Bo-Katan pin badge. Which is great. Um, yeah. I, I zap, you zapped me yep there's a couple of pictures again check uh, Instagram and Twitter and I think I'll put them on Facebook as well um, but they've got this cool like lightning-y thing and it's like meant to be Palpatine electrocuting someone and then you press a pedal with your foot and then it lights up and makes noises so it looks like and sounds like that you're producing the lightning yeah which is really cool so we've got a fun little photo of that of us shocking each other um, I got a comic that I've been wanting to get all weekend but the queue for the Forbidden Planet stall has been so long every day i've just not really had the time and it's the dark horse hyperspace jackson annual it costs 20 quid which for anyone who doesn't collect comics most comics cost between three pound and five pound maybe maybe a bigger one six or seven quid and the variant like variant covers that you can get they normally cost like six or seven quid some of the more expensive ones 15 quid 20 quid is a fairly expensive variant cover but you can get but you can get more expensive ones than that you can get like ridiculously expensive variant covers but generally speaking and this was 20 quid but you could only get it a celebration i'm really chuffed to get it um i bought a recipe book yep megan got another recipe book so that's it's your des- second it's specifically like desserts isn't it yeah in the star wars universe because you got because uh shout like out to one it. of the desserts is like rancor claws yeah oh. we were made out like pastry and stuff yeah. which is really cool and like some cloud city marshmallows like yeah. blue in it which is fun um but like shout oh and there was the blue milk um, like sandwich biscuits or something wasn't yeah, it yeah yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That, oh man I can't wait to try all those things um, but like shout out to Tony Farina of Comics Emotion of Indie Comics Spotlight one of the nicest people ever um, he 
for Megan's birthday last year. It was or, a couple of years ago now. Oh, a couple of years. Oh, time is relative. Who knows? Um, but he he ordered uh, a Galaxy's Edge cookbook for Megan on Amazon and got it delivered to us. As and a what surprise. was really cool as well is when we were there at Star Wars Celebration they obviously were selling that cookbook and I was like oh I've already got it cool 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 we walked one past one of the stalls that was selling it and they had it open on a page of a recipe that I had actually cooked, yeah, we've cooked I've cooked maybe things. like three or four things from yeah. the recipe book and just by chance one of the things that they had open and display is one of the recipes that I've actually made which I thought was great yeah it was lots of fun um, so yeah we, we got that and then I think after that because that took up all those things took up quite a lot of the day I was flagging as well at this point I, so I woke up at 6 o'clock this morning yeah we had a tiny little coffee in the accommodation I wanted a coffee um, but we decided that we would just get a coffee on the way home but actually I've managed to so far be fine we've got less than an hour left so I'll be fine to get home from now so I, I didn't end up having a coffee yeah, but I, I was really really fucking struggling after those yeah. two panels I was knackered yeah it was and I, I've been really tired as well and obviously I'm you are enthusiastic about Star Wars but I'm obviously way more enthusiastic about it and even me I'm like I, I am getting quite tired now so the last part of the day because on Monday today the last day of celebration uh, it closes two hours earlier so Friday to Sunday it closed at 7 whereas today it closed at 5 so the closing celebration thing the closing oh, that's, ceremony that's what we did four. so we went to the Twin Suns yeah so I, I decided I, well I didn't decide I suggested it to Mike I was like um what I, I, what? I was just saying, what the fuck is that car doing? I know, I know, that car's being nuts, but you made me lose my train of thought I, really by sorry. doing your finger wag. Sorry, there's one car that's a yellow there's car. There's a yellow car that keeps swerving in between the left and the middle lane, and I don't really understand what they're doing. Yeah. It's like, if you want to go fast, go in the fast lane. Like, I'm, I'm going to go in the fast lane, because I feel like he's going to just do the same thing again. Uh, but you were saying about the, the tw- um, Twin Suns stage. Yeah, so we, went, we decided that we were going to go and watch the final thing, because to be honest, we were umming and ahhing as to whether we were going to stay till the end or if we were just going to go home but we were like no we'll stay i i suggested that we go check out the twin sons um queue to see what it was like to actually get into it because a the galaxy stage is is quite so celebration stage is the biggest one and there's just kind of no point really trying to get into there because that's that's that's, that's one everyone wants to go to galaxy stage we'd been to this morning and it is also a lot bigger than the twin sun stage but that's the one that has the god awful uncomfortable seats my reasoning was twin sun stage is the lesser one it's not as big so people are less likely to want to go there the other thing as well is in the celebration stage the panel before was one that's like looking at the clothing in andor and um obi-wan kenobi and the one that was in the twin sun stage was about minifigures and in my head i was like more people are going to go to the obi-wan one and then stay there and keep the seats than go to the one about minifigures and you were correct and i was 100 percent correct we got to the we were waiting in the twin suns uh queue and then we we uh, got let in and there was basically no one there again we managed to get four rows from the front yeah the other good thing about the twin sun stage aside from the fact that it's slightly smaller the seats are actually comfortable because they're like conference room seats that have like a nice spongy seat um and it's right near the 
exit that goes towards the train station whereas the celebration stage and the galaxy stage are literally on the other side of the XL building and it takes like a good 10 minutes to walk like across especially with all the people um so i was like right i think we should do that because a it's comfortable b i think there'll be less people and c i think we'll actually get out faster and and also we got at the twin sun stage yeah when we went there on the first day of celebration you got a sticker yeah yeah i got a free sticker because i was very enthusiastic yeah and then this time <laughs> they were giving out posters yeah. pins and funko which Pops. they weren't doing at the galaxy stage no, they were not so we got i got a free poster um which is really cool um and it's it's not it's a really cool poster it's not really a star wars one i think we might frame it It might be nice to go like the bathroom or downstairs somewhere because it's quite psychedelic yeah yeah yeah. it's quite like a nice psych it's it's it's, maybe in the extension once we've painted those mushrooms ah that's a very good shout very good shout. yeah it's very very colorful and it's i think it says like gaia on it i think it's maybe like mother gaia Uh, and it's it's really really colorful psychedelic it's a very cool poster the character itself looks a bit like a twi'lek yeah like a twi'lek mixed with kind of like a A twi'lek on acid yeah basically <laughs> um, so it, it was a really cool poster I wasn't expecting that and they were doing like uh, questions uh, they were playing like Star Wars music and saying name what the Star yeah Wars they were music playing was. yeah you had to try and name the Star Wars music and you could win a Funko Pop of the Frog Lady from series 2 of Mandalorian they gave her like 12 or and I really really wanted to win one Mike put his hand up a couple of times I was like win me the Frog Lady but <laughs> we didn't get one and it was fine no. oh but there was a cute little kid next to Mike and he'd made his own Star Wars celebration badges and he handed Mike one and I put it onto my lanyard and I was like, thank you so much. It's like he's hand-drawn Grogu and he's like obviously put it onto a computer with like word art and has gone like Star Wars Celebration 2023 Europe and then he's put it onto a badge. He had like a whole little like bum bag of badges that he was handing out to people, bless him. And um, I put it on my my lanyard with all of my other pin badges and stuff. And he seemed really, really happy. And his dad, like, was really appreciative. When we left, I said thank you again. And he was like, may the force be with you. <laughs> I was like, yeah, thanks, you too. It was such a cute little thing. Like, oh, seeing bless kids, him. Like, seeing kids enthusiastic about Star Wars in the right ways just warms my heart. And... Uh, like again you can see that picture on social media I, I posted that of our like final like each day of Star Celebration I've been posting pictures and stuff but also and updates of cool new announcements but also at the end of each day pictures of the, the merch that we got you know and so I posted the picture of that so you can see that but also the celebration at the, the closing ceremony I, I was actually quite emotional I'm, like, gl- I'm glad we stayed for it it, yeah. it was only like 20-25 minutes long so we did queue like we sat in the queue for like 45 minutes but I was sat down it was fine it wasn't a problem yeah yeah um, it, was a, it was a really cool thing it was, it was like was a nice. wrap up it was yeah. like they had like footage from across the whole celebration some of the people that we've either seen or had photographs with were actually in this montage thing so it was like a yeah 20 minute or so montage and there were bits where we were there like there was a bit where they were doing all the High Republic um like cosplay outside and they'd recorded it and mike and i were literally on the other side of the camera in fact one of the guys got it one of the people got interviewed from the high republic and i deliberately went past the camera and looked at the camera so that i would be in it so part of me was like oh, maybe i might be in it but i wasn't <laughs> it was really cool because there was like bits where they were like oh it, it was things like um you get a little mini Andor wrap up and it just showed little snippets of some of the Andor panels and things and then some of the cosplayers of Andor and then the thing that we mentioned I think in one of the previous episodes which was when there were the prisoners of Narkina 5 running through one celebration way out. Yeah, like a hundred plus people wearing uh, the Narkina 5 outfits yelling that and then it was like Mandalorian stuff and like people who attended the Lucasfilm panel All got to watch Ahsokas. yeah got to watch like the Mandalorian uh, latest episode like a few days early before everyone else 
and then it showed loads of the people who were doing Mandalorian cosplay, loads of cool stuff. So it's a really fun, nice wrap-up, and some of the, the panels that we somewhat missed that we knew what happened in them because the internet um, but it showed you some of the highlights of that so that was quite nice and they even said like before they played the the closing ceremony video thing they literally said look Star Celebration is about community it's about family it's about enjoying yourselves and things but also you can't attend every panel you can't see everything you can't do it all it's just not possible well um, I mean things clash exactly like and the, we saw loads the of Star Wars stuff. like drag in Star Wars clashed with the High Republic so yeah. But lots of the other things we got to do like the teaching one you wanted to see yeah. and you know yeah the, the teaching one clashed with the like Disney Parks one like you know yeah. it is what it is and we would have liked to have seen the Disney Parks one but that was on the celebration station we knew that it would be busy yeah but we wanted to see the, the teacher thing and we're so glad we did it was so amazing connected with so many cool people so it was just it was really great it was a really great end of the day it was I, I, my favourite day is still the Saturday the High Republic stuff was incredible and that was so much fun um, but all of the days are really really good I, it's difficult for me to say which day was my favourite I, I I don't know it, it probably Saturday but like it's all kind of just merged into one but like I kind of want to say thanks to you to be honest Mike because like it's not really an experience that I would have had and like as as much as I joke that I'm like oh Mike's banging on about Star Wars again like I genuinely love the franchise and it's like nice kind of seeing that come to fruition is that the right term fruition fruition yeah Yeah. well thank you I was going to ask my sort of thing obviously I I loved this you know I went to Star Celebration seven years ago but I only went for one day and that was before I really got into reading all the Star Wars stuff that was when I was just mainly into the games the new canon was quite you know seven years ago that was 2016 so that was only after I think The Force Awakens came out and then I think I don't think even Rogue One had come out at that point. So it was all very new and fresh. I hadn't really started reading the books at that point. I played some of the games. I knew a little bit about Legends. But, like, I was just a... Not to be derogatory to any listeners, but, like, a normie Star Wars fan. I just watched the movies, and I watched some of the series, and that was it. And a few games. That that was all I did. And, obviously, now I read every single comic, or every almost every single comic, every single piece of High Republic content. I try and play all the games. I, like, consume as much Star Wars content as I can. And obviously got the podcast and interview people, blah, blah. But, like, the one day I went before, I didn't really have much money either. And the only real critique I'd say of Star... The two critiques of Star Celebration is some elements of the communication organization from the crew was not the best, which... Although, on jumping off of that, I will say there are certain elements that they obviously saw that they had done things wrong. Yeah. And they had changed it throughout the week, which they, they'd learned from some of the mistakes, which I did appreciate. It definitely got better. Yeah. Definitely. But there, there was definitely a lack of communication in some respects. Oh, there was nearly a fucking uproar. Oh, yeah. Oh, my Lord. So we were queuing up for... Um, we were queuing up to get into the Bad Batch and Mike and I were in the first queue like queue number one to get in they'd created like an overflow area which was the accessibility lane but there were hardly any people using the accessibility lane they like closed down one of them and turned it in they'd already gone in and they turned the other ones into just extra standby and um, they accidentally started letting people in from basically they were like 12 different rows of people that needed to go in and they started letting people out from rows 12 and 11 and we were in row 1 
Yeah. Um, and we went fucking ballistic. Me and Megan both immediately yelled. Megan yelled first. <laughs> I, I was half. I was like, I was like, I'm not having this. So I was like, like, I did not wake up at six o'clock this morning and get here at ten to eight for these dickheads to get in before me. I was like, absolutely when they woke not. Up, like, five minutes no, before the panel starts no and they know full well that they're in the final queue I was like absolutely not then we were going in and I was like that is ridiculous and I was like that is some bullshit and then people in row like two were like we're so glad that you said something they were like we could hear you out of most people like play like calling yelling. them out on it and yelling and they were like we're so thankful that you did that and I was like yeah I'm not I'm, I was like I'm not getting here this early to then have people get in front of me I was like absolutely not yeah, this is Britain okay we queue <laughs> properly in Britain okay in a in Britain like we were the people that were joining the people were joining the back of our queue and I was like I think you'll find the queues down there yeah. <laughs> like we were turning people away from our queue yeah it's like hey it's like, like no people who got hit early deserve to get in first yeah, queuing, yeah it's just fair queuing is fair and important you know first come first serve very very simple premise and the yeah, Megan yelled and fortunately one of the crew member guys who was lovely uh, he, he was, was bae he, he was, was funny he was kind he He's, was checking He's people. the one that managed to call out and stop them from getting in. Um, the majority of them. The majority. He of saw, them. and he literally—he's a bigger guy. He ran straight over there and managed to stop the majority of them going in. And being like, no, 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 no! You guys do not get in first. You guys are lucky if you get in. Basically. Yeah, basically, these are the last two cues. Like the probability of them getting in was like, like quite what, like less than ten percent of being able to get in. The cues that we were in were guaranteed to get in, and yeah. I was like, I am not missing out on going to see this because someone's made a mistake and these people have just done it like they knew like one of the guys as we were walking past he was like oh are we in the final queue and i was like you know you're in the final queue because i literally heard you have a conversation with the steward about how you're in the final queue i was like don't play dumb you know that idiot yeah and there were people trying to be cheeky and trying to play off dumb and get into like the yeah. big queue which was quite annoying but that's just you know, even in a convention full of people I trying to be idiot, positive, idiot is a mean word. I don't like, but you know, what I don't I mean, think they're like, stupid. I think they're they're not stupid. They're intentionally being yeah. They just think, hey, I got here late, but I want to see this panel more than I feel like anyone else wants to see it's the panel. It's just self-entitlement. Yeah, me wanting something a lot means that I should get it. It's like, no, 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 that's not how the world works, I'm afraid. It was like when we were queuing for Ahsoka, and there was someone we were chatting with in the queue, we spoke about it yesterday, but he was like, oh, but I'm just such a big Ahsoka fan. It's like, almost everyone at Celebration yeah, is like, a big Ahsoka he fan. He started creeping in the queue in front of us, and I was like... It's a panel we didn't get in anyway. We didn't get into, and we actually ended up talking to someone today, and he managed to get into it, but that's because they had been told to go, and he managed to, like, get essentially last, like, get in the last seat whatever. because he was by himself. So we made the right decision yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Uh, or rather, Saturday. Um, but yeah, there was a guy in that queue that was creeping in front of us, and I was like, well, yeah, but if we actually start to get in, you need to go behind us because you were in the queue behind us. And he was like, yeah, but I'm just such a bigger Soko so so fan. To be like, and I was like, yeah, that was great, but we were here before you. And I was like, I'm being honest with you, Josh. Like, if you do try and push in front of us, I will push you back. Like, I'm not. <laughs> I, I'm, like a joke's a joke but I'm telling you right now you are not getting in front of us yeah. like I'm not, I'm not one for violence I you know I'm generally quite chill about stuff but fair is fair and I will put my foot down if I have to okay it's not if I'm in a bar and someone pushed in front of me it's like for fuck's sake but I'll, like, I'll, I'll just live with that but if we're queuing at a panel and there's a chance I won't get to see something especially when we've gotten up early like I know everyone's gotten up early but but yeah that was just something we forgot to mention yeah but it, there was nearly a nearly a riot <laughs> there was nearly a riot <laughs> Yeah. Um, Caused by me. I was like, Oi! Let's get him! <laughs> One way out. Um, but yeah, so um, obviously I would wrap up with celebration and things. I'd say, you know... If- oh, wait, no. But we were right about going to the two 
sun stage oh, the because end. at the end we got out so so goddamn oh, quickly. Yeah. We literally, we, I like Mike's. Uh, wait, Mike reckons that we would have been stuck there for at least another half an hour to an hour, and I completely agree. We we yeah. got out so so fast because also because it's close to the exit and it's one of the smaller ones. There were less people. We were right near the exit as opposed to having to traipse across. I mean, the celebration in itself holds four and a half thousand people. Yeah, I think Galaxy's about Galaxy two is thousand, maybe two, two and a half. So if we'd gone to the Galaxy stage, we'd then be trampling through around two and two and a half thousand people. Whereas I think the, the Twin Suns room probably holds about five hundred to a thousand, maybe. Yeah. So like considerably less people near the exit, not having to traipse through the XL. Plus all the other people who were going to all the ex, uh, going to the vendors and the shops and things while everyone else was seeing the closing ceremony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was like we. And you get out of the XL Center, and it leads like straight onto the station that you, the like the nearest station to go anywhere. Yeah, custom so, house. Yeah, so like everyone who was leaving Star Celebration, like a huge amount of them were getting onto the train. So like, like when to we put were- it into perspective, each day that we've gone there so far, um, like people who work for the train line have like blocked off the entry and let you in gradually yeah today was the first day that we just walked straight onto the platform yeah and then once we got down to the platform we could see up there and then, they yeah then, then we could see people. they were stopping it so we got there just in time like we i legitimately think we got back to our accommodation before a lot of people even got on the train well we were back at the accommodation by what half five not even that i think that's when we left yeah yeah so it was like we got in from maybe around five o'clock we from, got back to the accommodation from celebration like the closing ceremony finishing to us getting to the accommodation was like 45 minutes or something less than that and it was like a genuinely if you think about like a train the capacity like the train doors open they've got about 30 seconds if that for people to get on the train and then the doors close and it goes off and then every five minutes or so is another train but like only a couple couple hundred people if that can really get on each train so you're thinking a couple of hundred every like couple of minutes or every five minutes but having minimum five thousand people probably nearer ten thousand people well, again four and a half thousand people well, obviously not everyone's getting well that's what train, i mean but, but like you, you just think just general maths if you think a hundred people every five minutes 500 people is like 25 minutes you know so i think it's probably a bit more than that but still so you're thinking like Megan just made such a good shout of us going to the Twin Sun stage so it was like it was really really great so to kind of wrap up celebration I'd say I'd really recommend it to people uh, in two, the next one's in two years time so 2025 yeah, Japan. and it's in Japan, Japan. Which, which we will not be going to and it's on my birthday yeah, we're not, <laughs> unless we somehow like win the lottery or one of you lovely Patreon supporters Wait, next year oh no I'm 30 next year I was like we go as my 30th no, no we're going to America <laughs> we're going to America next year to meet a lot of our other friends in person and we've got a few other secret plans that we'll get into in the future but we basically like there's if we were going to go to Japan, like we would go to Japan properly, we could not warrant affording. No, no, no. I'm only going joking. To Japan. Well, I'm only joking like, when we're talking about going to Japan. Could not warrant going to Japan um, for style celebration. So, and I imagine the year after or two years after that, it'll probably be in America. So, it's probably not going to be in England or Europe again for optimistically another five or six years well, most mean, likely another was, ten well if it was seven years ago the last time it was here so yeah but obviously covid made it not for two years so minimum five years might be ten years who knows so it's gonna be a long time before we get to go to celebration again because we can't warrant going to america and go to celebration just for that it's, it's well not, no this is the thing if we if we came into a lot of money if we won the lottery or if any of our patreon supporters um there was a joke patron post that we made um which was just a ramble thing off at the end of a movie review that i released as 
as his own thing that I might release just for free as like a little jokey thing which was what if we did a, a patron supporter who gave us do we say like a thousand pound a month or? is this the one where I said that I'd bake them a cake yeah it was, <laughs> it was either like a thousand pound a month or like ten thousand I said that I would month. do my own afterthoughts oh I, what would your I, own podcast I would and you'd write them a song podcast and I'd write you a song and if you'd you like wanna, bake them cakes it's, right guys Japan Star Wars celebration is 2025 it's it's literally on my birthday yeah pay for us to go this could be my <laughs> birthday present thanks everyone <laughs> i mean it, it would cost a lot i, I have a suspicion like <laughs> i'm really cost, costing up america like that but, is that would cost us i think but for us both to go to america probably about six ish grand for a month to go to style celebration in japan we'd have to be there style celebration would take up like four no, days if, if i was going to go to a, go there yeah if i was going to go to a brand new country like that like it's one thing if it was in like like we keep mentioning germany, germany. if it was in germany i would consider it because then you can extend that slightly yeah if i and it's not that far to travel i would not travel halfway across the world or however far japan is just just for a star wars no, we would go there for a full i would want to go there for a, a good, month like, yeah, or something like exactly. that so like if anyone if anyone's listening and re- you guys love this hope up this uh star wars celebration coverage so much you want us to go to celebration go over to patreon.com slash genuine chit chat <laughs> support the show i think the biggest the highest tier i have is 10 pound but you can do your own custom tier if there's any millionaires listening who just and you want me to bake you a cake who want megan to write them a song <laughs> bake them a cake do a solo podcast for them and get all the additional stuff you get with an afterthoughts uh with patreon supporting you know afterthoughts audio content exclusive stuff if you have thousands of pounds spare or if you collect loads and loads of your friends and you all support us on patreon for like a quite a good amount a month if we can make we'll several set up, we'll set thousand just giving page no just become patreon supporters friends if you <laughs> if we can generate in two years six grand <laughs> in patreon money in two years we will go to soul celebration <laughs> japan but uh I don't. I'll book I, for the accommodation now on <laughs> on Booking.com. Pre cancellation because that's what I did for this one. As soon as we found out that Star Wars Celebration was in London, I booked accommodation straight away. Yeah. I was like, I'm gonna book this now, and if we get tickets, we get tickets. If we don't, then I can just cancel the accommodation. But I literally booked it instantly. Yeah. I, I, I remember being so. It was just after we bought the house, we were decorating it. I was at IKEA car park <laughs> when Mike told me. And I was like, right, while I'm waiting for my mum to come and pick me up, let's book accommodation for Star Wars Celebration. Yeah. <laughs> to clarify on that story, it's because Megan and uh, Sue, because they're buying stuff for the house and there was too much to fit there in the car. There was too much stuff. So Sue had yeah. to drive home to drop off the stuff to me. And then home, I had to wait with go back and pick up Megan with the other stuff. Yeah. Uh, that's why, because it sounds weird you being like, oh yeah, my mum had to pick me up when we're nearly 30 and we both drive and we're driving right now. So that's yeah. the reason why. <laughs> um, but style celebration uh, a recommendation to anyone who's thinking about going to Japan you're probably gonna have to have a lot of money not gonna lie but if you're either in America for the next America one or if you are in Japan and things my recommendation for style celebration because it is it is an expensive convention is go for I'd say at least two days if you minimum can minimum two days because the first day you can't do everything you want to do or even close I you're- would say three days is the sweet spot yeah. to be honest I mean I'm glad that we went for the full days I, I enjoyed it having Mitchell there for the one day was nice as well yeah um, but I think yeah three days is the, is the sweet spot yeah. it just means that you have enough time to do everything that you want to do I mean we still didn't do everything no there were plenty of things like, like there was the Funko there. Pop store that we didn't go to we didn't queue up to go into the droid bit we, we saw the droids yeah from the like outside but we didn't go into the other bits so there were some droids that we didn't see up close but the queue was just so long yeah exactly and it, and there are certain like panels like smaller panels that we were like well I'd rather go 
shopping, look around. For the next two hours, I'd write, like, with with the conventions in general, don't fill up your schedule too much. You are going to want to have And also time. don't have the expectation that you're going to get into all of the panels because no. you won't. And don't just, he- don't purely rely on watching panels to be fun because you will just be disappointed. You know, it's, it's one of those things. If you can get into one or two big panels, that's great. But be prepared. It's lots of queuing. You are going to have to take quite a bit disposable income with you. Like, I think I said in the last podcast, minimum 50 quid a day, really nearer, like, 80 quid a day. Well, I mean, want. for example, on the first day, me, by myself, I spent 90 pounds. Yeah, because a t-shirt alone is 30 quid. Which I thought was fairly reasonable, to be yeah. fair. But... And then, like, pin badges are about a tenner each. Uh, and then, like, food there is, like, 10 quid. We took our own food, but food's, like, 10 pounds. We would recommend taking yeah, your own food. if you can take your own food... If you ever go to a convention, I would wholeheartedly recommend it. It just means that, A, you can take the food that you want to eat without being restricted to what is there. But, B, you save money because it's just extortionate. And then, C, you're not wasting your time in queues for food. Yeah. Like, I mean, on one day, one of the days we got a Costa and I was in that queue for at least, what, 20, 30 minutes? Yeah, I used the opportunity to go to the toilet. Yeah. Um, and I came back and you were still in the queue and I was still waiting for you for 10 minutes. And But don't be... The reason that conventions is good to have a couple days is, A, getting a gist of where everything is, but also it's a, it's, it's a lot... It's a sensory overload in a lot of ways. And don't be afraid to just go find somewhere quiet to sit down. Yeah. Like in the XL Centre, up where the fan stage is. And don't be afraid to look at the smaller panels. The smaller panels are banging. People put a lot of effort and passion into these panels. And, and if you really enjoy the smaller panels as well, you can go up and speak to them afterwards. Whereas with the big panels, it. you can't do people that. People really appreciate you taking an interest in this thing they've put a lot of effort into and talking to them about it afterwards. Yeah. And you, you'll learn a lot of stuff that you wouldn't necessarily learn. Because all the big panel stuff, it's great seeing it, but pretty much everything in the big panels gets either announced or you get to watch the video on the Star Wars YouTube channel anyway so go to the smaller panels if you can but also where the smaller panels are held there's some quieter areas don't be afraid just to take 10-15 minutes to sit down in a quieter area let your feet rest have a bit of food make sure you drink water and just have a breather because conventions are a lot it is a lot and this is your first convention as well so like what the kind of wrap up thing I want to ask is how first of all you've kind of already answered this but are you glad you went and how was your first experience of a convention as a whole yeah I'm glad I went obviously I really enjoyed it Um, I think it was a good experience as a whole I think it's just there were some aspects like lack of communication and some lack of organisation with certain aspects but I think that's just going to be the case anywhere we've been to gigs it's the same well, like nothing with an event that big, there's not going to be perfect. Well, I mean, nothing's perfect, but there's definitely not going to be perfection when no. you've got an event that big and that massive. Like, obviously, things aren't going to be spot on all the time. Um, but I really enjoyed it. It was incredibly overwhelming to begin with, but by the end of it, I was like worming my way through people like there was no tomorrow. Yeah. But it is just it's incredibly overwhelming the one thing I will say is that at XL which I didn't have to use this area there was like a sensory area that you could go if you were getting overwhelmed I would say that as great as that is probably having that in a separate area would be good because it was literally like four chairs like in hindsight I was like oh that's such a good idea but actually thinking about it if you're getting overloaded with sensory 
having it in exactly the same room where all of the noise is is probably not the best thing. I think that was the entrance. Oh, is that the entrance? I, I or was there a separate yeah, little room? I think that, but right, it was also, but to your point as well, it's like, it wasn't that clear. We only saw it on the second no, third No, it wasn't day. that clear. Like, they should have had, like, a sensory room in one of the spare conference rooms upstairs. If you yeah. just needed to get out of it, you can just go upstairs because it was considerably quieter up there. Yeah, but um, it's a lot, to, especially if you have a young kid who's not neurotypical. I mean, I think... I'm kind of on the verge. I think I've got lots of little, you know, a lot. Certain people think I have uh, traits of Asperger. Well, I've obviously got traits because it's a spectrum and things. But like most, I know they're not perfect. But a lot of the the quizzes you can do online that are little tests. Um, all of them say I don't have autism. I don't have ADHD. I don't have any of these uh, mental conditions. I just have little bits from a lot of them whereas yeah you've Megan, definitely got traits that are, are linked autism. with people that have autism yeah. 100% I am currently going through the process of trying to see if I can get diagnosed with ADHD because I think I have it um, so for me at points it was too much <laughs> if I'm being honest especially on the first day es- especially on the first day where you've never been to a convention because also the amount yeah, of people there were so many people there's a lot to deal with but also guys don't forget with cosplays ask permission to take photos if they're posing with someone and everyone's taking photos around them that's fine that's the one thing that's the one thing if consent. when we go no 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 well yeah obviously get consent from the people that are doing cosplays that's the one thing that I would want to change if we go to another Star Wars convention is that I would want to dress up yeah I wish we had this time round but it just wouldn't have worked I think it's better that we didn't I think it is as well also, we had more time to just experience everything else without getting stopped we and, could blend into the crowd yeah, whereas if wh- you do good cosplay people are going to stop you people want to take photos and that's that's part of it if you cosplay you have to expect you're gonna have people wanting to interact with you but on the other side of things don't touch any cosplayers without their consent don't take photos of them without their consent unless they're already having their photo taken from other people you know it's all about consent everything in life is about consent you know but yeah 100% want to dress up but I like dressing up anyway like I've always liked doing fancy dress yeah we do Halloween and stuff I'm I'm very much excited to do that in the future hopefully (laughs) yeah yeah I want to buy myself some Jedi robes I want to get a lightsaber I want to be an Obi-Wan Kenobi I don't know what I do we'll figure it out we won't do it on this podcast but so final thoughts then you're glad you went yeah it was a good first festival experience we had enough time to basically sample everything but it is a costly endeavour. This is this cost us for four days of style celebration and accommodation and the merch that we bought and everything else that comes along with it. We spent. Well, I mean, excluding merch and stuff because that's kind of difficult to quantify. No, but I'm saying like for how much we spent is the same amount it would cost us for to go on holiday to a European country. Yeah, this is, it is the same cost as going on an actual holiday. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, what I was trying to get. For sure. Like, like, I mean, yeah, it, when we went to just just accommodation and um, tickets itself came to about five hundred pounds. So like each, yeah, it is it is the cost of going on a holiday, but. Yeah we're not doing a holiday this year because we're saving up to go to America next year we might go away for a couple of days in the summer to like Scotland or like Wales or something yeah. as like a mini little like holiday in the UK with but, Willow and stuff yeah with Willow but this this was our big holiday yeah. of, of the year and I'd say so. friends don't like if you if you go and you can afford one of these things try and save some money because when you go when you go you, if you see something you like just be like buy that for you don't don't necessarily go overboard and get yourself to like horrendous debt for it but like yeah like I really wanted to get a mystery box and I know I don't need a mystery box but they were like 50 quid and I was like no I don't need it yeah so I treated myself to a 17 pound cookbook instead yeah and a couple of pin badges yeah and the pin badges are really nice it's and like, I already collect pin badges anyway so exactly and it's like if try and if you go to these conventions 
be aware that to get the most out of it, you'll probably want to spend money because a lot of it is looking around some cool merch and try to save some money away so that when you go, you can think, oh, I can spend three, uh, 200 pound over this whole weekend. And you can kind of, if you see something you like, you can buy it without guilting yourself about it. This is the thing. And also, I mean, we didn't have this problem, but don't go with the expectation that you're going to buy presents for loads of other people. <sighs> focus on yourself. Don't focus on everybody else because it, you're just going to spend a load of money that you don't need to spend really yeah exactly so yeah that was our celebration experience obviously I had an incredible time it was so much fun it was everything I wanted and more it, it was just it was an absolute blast and all the worries I had of the things that would be negative none of that really came to fruition we missed one panel I wanted to see which is the Ahsoka one but that's not I wasn't like down in the dumps about it I was like ah that, that sucks a bit but, no I got to have a coffee yeah exactly and we got to we used that time instead of being oh no we didn't get to go to this panel on dwelling we were like okay well we'll use this time while the convention's quite quiet to have a look around and then to have a coffee and have a breather in preparation for the convention that we re- well that you really really wanted to go to so yeah. um, this exceeded my expectations I must admit I don't I didn't think I was going to have a bad time by any stretch of the imagination I thought I knew that I would enjoy it, but it it was far, far greater than I could have imagined. It was great. It was really cool. Especially lots of the little things, you know. Yeah, and I bloody met Darth Binkus. Yeah, Darth Jar Jar. And today I got to see a... Nautilin. A Nautilin. I didn't get to see Kit Fisto, but I did see the same species, which... That's what you want. I was really happy with, so you know. Yeah, we didn't get to see a photo because they walked past. When we were yeah, we were stuff. in the queue, so I couldn't. I didn't really. I, I'm not the kind of person. I, I don't like leaving the queue and coming back and having people hold my space. It makes me feel uncomfortable. Yeah, unless you um, have to, you know. Yeah, like I did do it in the queue today, but I got a little ticket to say that I'd left and come back, so that's fine. Yeah, and you went to the toilet, so yeah, yeah I just went for a wee. But um, yeah, yeah, so I got to see. It's the little things, guys. Yeah. <laughs> try, out new, try out new things. Don't be afraid to buy yourself a little something as like a souvenir or whatever. Go to smaller panels. Ask, like, make sure you ask consent for every element of the way and just be nice to each other, you know? Don't feel, be, don't be afraid to talk to people in queues, but also yeah, don't feel like you have to. People. It's just a really nice, great way to be nice to be. And if someone starts... Yeah, and you might end up playing card games with people in the queue. And learning to play Sabak like we did. to play Sabak. Yes. But friends, thank you so much for listening as always. Your support really helped me enjoy this even more because I don't... If I hadn't started the Star Wars Comics Encounter podcast and Genuine Chit Chat and got so many people enjoying my content and loving my Star Wars stuff especially, I don't know if I would have invested as much time into making sure I read every Star Wars comic, making sure I read every single piece of High Republic content. I, If I didn't have the podcast, I might have just gone, oh, I'll pick up a couple of Star Wars books here and there. But because of your support and enjoying what I make so much, it makes me want to make more and it pushes me to make sure I'm releasing an episode every week and things. And because of that, I consume more Star Wars. It makes me enjoy Star Wars more and it bleeds out and it like it makes Megan enjoy Star Wars more as well. So it's just, it's a really great thing. So just thank you so much as always. If you like mine and Megan's kind of conversations and you want to help support the show in any way you can, you can share on social media. You can tell your friends about it. You can follow me at Genuine Chit Chat on Instagram, Twitter and Facebook. Subscribe to my YouTube channel where all my Star Wars Comics and Canon episodes are there. They're in playlists, my Genuine Chit Chat episodes, my conversations with Claudia Gray, Kevin Scott, Paolo Villanelli, lots of Star Warsy people, lots of non-Star Warsy people. And there's more to come in the future as well. But if you want to go above and beyond supporting the show, you can review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and Good Pods. But if you want to go even above that and get one portion of my undying love, which all of you listeners get a fraction of, but if you want even more to put in your pocket... 
consider going to patreon.com slash genuine chips chat for as little as one pound a month oh my one, god one pound a month just a pound which is literally like Whoa. if you bought a Star Wars if you bought one pin at Star Wars Celebration that's ten months of genuine chit chat depends you, on the pen well yeah maybe it'll be even over a year of it of like any Funko Pops style celebration 10 pound 15 pound 20 quid that's a year or of genuine chit chat pounds for some well, yeah, of the, for the thrawn exclusive or for one. some of the like old school minifigures you could pay up to 5,000 pounds yeah we saw a figure that was 4 grand yeah. which was like an original hand solo action figure and I was like I don't understand that but if you want to support the show and pay you know as I said it's one pound a month I think it's like a dollar fifty a month you'll get access to currently over 160 episodes of Afterthoughts there's Star Wars Legends book reviews on there and loads of other cool stuff including myself and Megan doing TV movie reviews uh, when we go on holiday or road trips and stuff we often do these little reviews like we have today um, live performances like uh, Buffy Revamped Book of Mormon the Bake Off musical all kinds of stuff so you get hours and hours and hours of additional content on a feed that you can't find anywhere else and you support the show and there's some bonus goodies if people want to support the show for a little bit more than that but I'm just saying if anyone's got a spare like £1.50 or $2 a month and you like my content Support me on Patreon will mean the absolute world to me, and you get rewarded. With at the moment, there's like, I think like over a hundred hours of uh, over fifty hours of content right now. Whoa, whoa, whoa! So, and there's more to come every week. You get a new one. So, wow, 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 wow! So, friends, just thank you. I appreciate each and every one of you listening. It means the absolute world to me, and I know it means a lot to Megan as well. But we just appreciate it. So, thank you so much. And we'll speak to you next week back to the usual programming. I think the next Star Wars episode I'm releasing is Battle of Jeddah, the audiobook, uh, the audio drama High Republic review. And the next episode of Genuine Chit Chat is with a, ch- a gentleman called Rick Ives, who has created an independent heist movie and also works as an assistant editor at Marvel Studios. So great nerdy stuff coming your way next week. But thank you, friends. We'll talk to you soon. And may the force be with you. And also with you. <laughs> 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 You have just experienced host, creator, everything else of genuine chit-chat, and also the host and creator of Star Wars Comics and Canon, found on the Comics in Motion podcast, Mike Burton.